Yo, 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 what up? It's your man, Jay Johnson. Yo, your man, Dan going wild. We back for, this is week number six? Yeah, week I number think so. six. Yeah. Week number six, yeah. Week number six of uh, Shop Talk Podcast. It's getting better every motherfucking week. I think so. Swear to God. I think, you know, we get a little more comfortable. We're getting some good feedback. Yeah, it feels like I'm... Like I'm, I'm, I'm getting to know you all over again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not you know? no homo, no homo. Please pause. Uh, <laughs> but um, it's been a, it's been a pretty good week. Oh, so what kind of feedback did you get last week? We did the no tipping episode, which was eh, you know what? controversial. You I know? got a, I got a couple of friends of mine in the restaurant industry that felt a certain type of way. I, I'm sure about that no tipping shit because that's how I feed my family. Yeah. It, so, how but they- but you know what. When I order out for lunch today and the delivery driver came with my food and I signed that shit and I put a fat ass zero in the tip line. Hell yeah, my nigga. <laughs> and he kind of looked, he, he stood there for a second and looked at me, but I, all right, thanks. Cause yeah, it's your job. Your it's, it's, it's your job to bring me, stay I pay, I pay extra for the delivery. So I'm not going to tip you shit else. Stay on your ground. Dog. Yeah, I did. I did. I felt good about it. They tried to shame like, I got two girls at the front desk, and they kind of like you didn't tip him. That's the Jimmy John's guy. He comes here all the time. Well, then he'll he'll get his money. He'll be all right, but it won't be for me. I'm, he should get paid by his 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 job, not me. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's not gonna get paid off of me <laughs> if they don't give him a piece of that delivery fee. Hey, bro, I I feel sorry for you. So one of my homeboys, uh, who in the last year he went to Spain, he went to the UK, and he went to Dubai. Yeah. Uh, he texted me the next morning after he listened to it. He was like, the U.S. is the only place that actually tips and is frowned upon in other countries. And, yo, my homeboy is in Spain right now. He put me up on that same thing. Like, his first time going to a restaurant and he attempted to tip, like, the guy wouldn't even take it. Yeah, they, they, it, it's almost insulting. It is. It is. Also, taking a doggy bag is very frowned upon everywhere except the United States as well. Like, I mean, you can't take a doggy bag. We're just gluttonous. Like, but I mean, if I go to J. Alexander and I don't eat all my steak mild, <laughs> hey, you not put, throwing hey, this hey, shit away. I get the steak and fries. Hey, put them fries in here. And if I get, and I'm gonna get some carrot cake. I'm not gonna be able to eat it all. I want to take that shit home too. Yeah. So uh, it's been pretty cool. I got a, some decent feedback. Uh, some people said they never really thought about it like that, and they don't know why they do it other than the fact that they was because your restaurant shames you into doing that shit. Yeah, Yo, I went out to show Shimoko's last week, and I think between me and my friend. Our food was like $25. And she's like, well, you got to leave 10%. No, I don't. So what this, no, I don't. what this $2.50 really about to do somebody? Not shit. Just make them mad. It's insulting. Because that's all I feel your service is worth. Is because <laughs> my bill was $25. Right, right. I feel that if you're going to take a percentage, that's all you're going to get. Yeah, that shit crazy. That's like a, that is an insult to your service because if you if you work at anywhere else and they just leave you two dollars and fifty cents, you be like, what the fuck? Yeah, I ain't, I ain't got to deal with this shit. But I didn't tip there either, and I felt all right about it. Hey man, we gotta empower these people not to tip. Yeah. Put the pressure on the business, not the consumer. And my thing is, if you don't like what the fuck you get paid at your job, you I know, mean, job. find another fucking job. That's that's the American way. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, so uh, it's been a, I guess technically every week I can say it's been an interesting week. Yeah, because some shit always goes down. The Democratic National Convention was this week. Hillary finally got the nomination. Hey, no bullshit. I felt like when the Democratic National thing ended the other day when the Brock did his speech and everything, that shit ended like an episode of Scandal. 
Like the music, like I swear to God, the music that they played was on an episode. I, of Scandal I, I, I can when give it, you that. Like it, it felt scandal esque. Yeah, not but I mean, we a, because we've seen this episode before. That's yes, why I, I saw I literally saw this shit on Scandal uh, with the whole. Remember what's the the Doyle nigga? I don't really watch Scandal on a regular basis. Hey man, I I, I am. Um, I like to I like to see when Daddy Pope on there because that nigga be he be talking motherfuckers down. I'm not. And I like that type say, of shit. That uh, I do watch Scandal. No, no, no shame. I still got to my it. man card. You know what I'm saying? No shame to it. I just don't watch a lot of uh, a lot of series because I consume a lot more ESPN than I'll the average man should allow. I'll tell you why that Olivia' father is so angry on the show. He's an angry old black man, and old black niggas is angry as fuck. True, but I'll tell you why. <laughs> He's still upset that Whitney Gilbert left him at the altar. <laughs> 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 and if you think about the show. Uh, we had great TV back look, then. No, no, but pick this. On Scandal, Olivia mom is Whitney Gilbert's mom from yeah. a different world. Like, she, this nigga is still mad. That's why he hated his ex-wife. Uh, and he's still mad. He got left at the offer. That was probably, but that was the best, That was the, the best episode of that show ever. That was fucked up because we was all rooting for Dwayne, right? Yeah. But yeah. that was a hater-ass moment, wasn't it? It was. At my wedding, nigga? I had security at my wedding because I didn't want... You know, I knew I had a couple exes out there that oh, I probably shit. did some, some whole shit too. <laughs> now I'm I'm dead serious. I had three security guards at my wedding, what? and if you and if you see a bitch stand up and because I've been to a wedding before question, and the family stood up like what? nigga. First of all, I, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna mention the name, but my homeboy was gonna get married to this chick. His mother was completely against that shit. Completely from the very moment he met her, his mother his pops and about 10 of his cousins and aunts came to the wedding dressed in all black. <laughs> and they all sat together. Why are you trying to fuck my money? Up, <laughs> they all, they all set my money up like that. Cause you know, I didn't pay for this wedding, right? Yeah. So no, like, but she came from one of them families where like, you know, traditionally the wife's family is supposed to pay for the wedding. Well, and she came from one of them families where like, they foot the bill on that. that shit. I'm perfectly fine. But we just gotta, you know, but you do make bank off of that reception, like that reception. That's where you get that money from. You get that money depending on who your friends and family are. Yeah, you can't invite a whole bunch of niggas, but because you may not, you just may not. Your circle may not be like that. I and mean, and that's that's just what it is. You may, like, you, you may take an L. Well, this wedding you, may be a negative. Invite white people and old people to your wedding. Don't invite niggas in your age you range know, unless you know, you're like late thirties. You know when you get broke off. Is when you were a member of a church your whole life, and yeah, then your entire and you get married at the church. church. Yes, now you gonna get you gonna get looked. Oh, up, little Jason Johnson finally got married. Yeah, yeah, you know that's the Johnson son. Yeah, then you gonna get that money. But my homeboy wedding, his mama, his dad, about ten of his cousins, aunties, and shit. Them niggas showed up in all black. When it got time, does anybody object? All these niggas stood up together. Oh, that's fucked up. I mean, it it sounds fucked up, but it could been a life. Did he marry her? No, that stopped the wedding. What? Stopped the wedding. We had to rush, like, we rushed this nigga out. The pastor had, like, another, he had his office, then he had, like, another little office off to the side that wow. people really didn't know about. So we had to, like, rush that nigga to the office. That's where the pastor get down at. We, yeah, probably so. We pulled the car around to the side, and we got that nigga out the building. So did he stay just himself? No, it'd be scandalous if he stayed this. Shit no, he up. was fucking hurt about that shit. Like hurt, he was. They had a. They had a kid. He was in love with. Her. Like he was getting married because he loved her. Damn. He was. He was hurt by that nigga. It's your mama. 
Like, I can understand your mama maybe not being a fan of that shit. So what'd she do? What do you mean? Like, why did... I mean, it, she had to do something. I don't know the ins and outs of yeah, that I'm shit. Never, yeah, don't talk about that. But, yeah. but, his, but his people stood up. It stopped the wedding. Her family was livid. But my homeboy here, West Side nigga, true and true... So, like, his people wasn't playing. Like, y'all can be mad. Just stay the fuck up over there yeah. and shut that shit the fuck up. Now, you come on this side of the church, then there's going to be some niggas going to the hospital also. You stay over there on the uh, bride side. Yeah. You come on to the groom side, it's going to be a problem. Yeah, but we rushed, we rushed the nigga up out of there. Wedding was So, that was, was the done. end of their relationship, too? Nah, they still stayed together, like, after that shit. Now, it was a rocky, you know, few months now. Fast forward to, like, a Who year. Who's going to run me my money back? Y'all fuck my money up, though. Like Nigga. I paid for the reception. Her pops food took. And... Her pops took that L. She. Her pops took that L. She. All ten of y'all better. Uh, all three of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> now a couple years, like fast forward about a year later, they broke up. He met somebody else and ended up. They both ended up getting married. You know, to different people and they, you know, beautiful co-parents and shit like that. But mm. you know, his mama must have knew something. Yeah. And the shit did not go down. I mean, and I'm sure that caused some strain on the relationship that your mama and your people stood up at the wedding and objected yeah. to that shit. I mean, shit. they got a kid, so I ain't like if they, they y'all can break up. Like, you still gonna see nah, this person for the... I nah. mean, like, so I'm the grandmother of this child. I'm going to interact with this child's mother at some point. So if I stop the wedding, I'm still gonna see you for the rest of... And to, to your kid has got a car and can drive to my house by herself... Like, I'm still going to interact with you. And that's probably going to be a little strenuous now. It is. But, I mean, if you know, if you know that my mama's about that life, you're yeah. going to watch your motherfucking mouth. You're just going to drop the baby off and you're going to dip. Damn, no, nah, that's messed up. Hey, man, life happens. Shit is fucked up out here. I mean, I say it's messed up, but it could have been a blessing. Well, it probably is a blessing. She, yeah. He got married and, you know. So. They both married different people. They happy as fuck now. Well, you know, I think that's uh They just co-parent and, you know. Like, sometimes that shit is better. Me and my ex-wife, like, nigga, our co-parenting shit, nigga, I love her to death now. I take, <laughs> like, straight up, I loved her when we was together, but now that we are not together and I don't have to, like, deal with her on an everyday basis, yeah. that is my nigga. Straight oh, up. That's what's up. Straight that's, up. That is my hear. dog. That's good to hear. Yeah. Ain't no beef there. She ain't get half that pension either. <laughs> she ain't tried. Shout out to shout out to Chris because you ain't trying to take shit from me in that divorce neither. You was, was my dog. Cool people, you know. We yeah. together too. So she was always cool people. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Here. Um. So uh, let's, I guess we can do our uh, what happened on what happened what going on this week. Hey man, the new shit that's going on this week right now yeah. is North Korea ain't fucking around. Them niggas have Ooh. cut off. All communication with the U.S. said them niggas stepped on a red line. Let me let me go to this article and read this shit, dog. Hey, if you don't know, North Korea got nuclear missiles, and they've been testing them shits, and they got range to them. You want to see some shit fucked up? Let them niggas let, start letting them shots off. Nah, it'll, North- be, it'll look like doomsday around this bitch. Kim Jong don't give no fuck. You think you don't give a fuck? Kim Jong don't give no fuck. They said United States has crossed the red line in our showdown. <laughs> we regard this uh, as, as an act of crime as a declaration of war, war, nigga. War. Then they went on and said, if y'all participate in these, I guess they got some war games uh, scheduled for like 30 days or so. Yeah, that's where they test the weapons with yeah. uh, South Korea. They said, if, if you in South Korea do y'all little war games, the shit is on. 
It's like a sign of aggression. But like, like this real life though. Like this is they like this is them actually saying. So pick this. So back in the nine eleven time frame, let's go back to you know nine eleven time frame when we was over there after that happened. We was over looking for weapons of mass destruction. Never found and, shit. Uh, ultimately, we found out that they didn't have them, but we was over there looking for weapons of mass destruction, right? Yeah. We police in the world, world police. North Korea did not even have a nuclear program at that time. So while we trying to stump out people from uh, having them, North Korea say, hey, uh, we about to start up a nuclear program. Said it like, hey, it's nothing. Then... They went and got uh, some plutonium grade, whatever the, uh, you know. They got the shit to make warheads. The shit to make warheads, like, because you need that in order to do the extra process. Like, oh, yeah, we got that shit, too. Uh, so then the, the, the U.S. was like, whoa, whoa, hold on. Uh, Just chill out, don't. Chill y'all, out for y'all, a y'all don't need to make Because if y'all do that, we're going to put some sanctions on y'all. And then that's what they said. He said, well, if you put on sanctions on us, then we're going to take that as an act of war. And then no sanctions were put on them. So then they actually built the missile and they got the warheads and shit like that. Then they start testing them shits. They even test one on George Bush birthday. Like that's the ultimate F you. So now that's just to let you know that I'm not fucking around. So now that's the nigga that's waiting on you outside of the club. So while we was going over and other people's shit, trying to find theirs, they didn't have none. They didn't start up a program in our face. Said we started it. Y'all not going to do shit. Shot that bitch, tested it. Now they got shit that can reach over here. And now they're trying to bully niggas over here. I don't think they've they've tried to bully. They are bitching us because they've said that we're going to do this shit. And what what has the U.S. responded with? Nothing. Nothing. Let me tell you something about North Korea. They shut the lights off in that bitch at nine o'clock. The lights go off. The capital is the only place that has lights. They internet. They got limited as internet service in North Korea. Mm. So, So you can bullshit with them niggas if you want to. So... I don't know. It was a couple of podcasts ago. We was talking about um, what happened if an event happened where they shut the election down and the current president will stay the actual president. Uh, I it, think Kim Jong bombing this motherfucker I, shut shit I down. I said that on the Black Lives Matter episode. Yeah, right? yeah. So now, two weeks later, we got an event that could possibly cause an international event. It may not be no election in a hundred days if. Like in real life, it, yeah, it, and I, that's the. I mean, I watch the news. I ain't, I ain't oblivious to the shit. He said that we not fucking with y'all. Now we got our guns out. And we waiting on you to do something. Jump, nigga said. Cross the red line, nigga. I didn't know there was and, a red line. And hold on, and they and after saying that, they shut off their line of communication with the U.S. So now that's saying I'm coming to shoot your house up, nigga. And I hang up the phone, and I ain't picking up no more. So. We talked about the shit the other day, right? Uh, you don't never really want to be the nigga walking outside the club when somebody already set up. North Korea outside. They sitting on they sitting on top of their Cherokee with a chopper. Well, they not outside yet. They, 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 they coming. They, they about to walk outside. So, not that I want this, but as America, since some shit is on the rise, do you wait for the nigga to set up outside or do you punch that nigga before he get to the door? I don't know. I don't. I don't have the answer to that <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want that shit. I can see if the, if maybe you have some troops already in North Korea, you could. We got troops. Everywhere. We're the only country that got 
a, a United States embassy with troops everywhere. But not enough. You, you know th- what I'm is saying? There, is there an Iraqi embassy with, with Iraqi troops over here? We don't know what is Iraqi... Can, what do can, Iraqi troops look like? What do they wear? Because uh, every time they show niggas on the news, it just be a bunch of niggas in the desert with AKs. Man, them be some... So them be regular people we be bombing and shit. So that's that's the army. So it ain't never been a war over here outside of the Civil War. So I think when we we when we think about going to war and doing little shit like that, we be trying to put it. Uh, it's like not real because it don't happen over here. We see that shit on TV. But like, what if you, what if some shit happen over here and you look out your window and it's like the other team, like you forced to fight, right? Yeah. Like, there's really no other option. Fight like, is fight or flight. You got some North Korean niggas running down six mile. Like, could you see that <laughs> shit though? I just, I don't, man, I don't know. Like, I know niggas in Detroit shoot, but I don't know how many bullets y'all got. Not, a, not you know enough for an army. <laughs> like, not enough like, for a motherfucking like, army. Niggas ain't really ready for war. Like, after you run that, you got one clip, and then what? What's, what's going to happen after that? You usually you, that's all you need for a drive by. You or, throwing like, canned goods after that, my nigga. Like, you out the window throwing out mac and cheese, motherfucking beets, shit so, you ain't even know you had in the cup. So this shit brewing. Oh, you also know that nigga said uh, they president over there said Donald Trump is a good candidate for president. He endorses Donald Trump. <laughs> the blind leading the blind, my nigga. No, he probably know that nigga's stupid. As soon as he get in office, he gonna attack. Like, oh, nigga, this is the time. This is what North Korea Or Donald up. Trump will get in the office and say, yeah, let's go to war with North Korea. And we all end up dead. Because, you know, like, so as a new president, whether it's Donald, or, excuse me, I almost threw up, um, or <laughs> uh, Hillary, probably can still throw up. As uh, soon as you get into office, possibly, Allegedly, as soon as you get into the office, if there's a, a incident where you about to go to war, that's gonna be your first call as the president. Shit, either your first call is we going to war, or I'm backing down, looking like a pussy. Donald Trump ain't back. Job. Donald Trump ain't backing down. Yeah, I don't see him backing down. Donald Trump ain't backing he down. He's like North Korea, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> you're fired. Amarosa, get North Korea on the phone. Nah, son, it's not gonna go like that. <laughs> like dog, like like. It's a stressful ass job. They always show pictures of Barack when he first came into the office and what he looked like now. Imagine the stress you fucking go to sleep with at night, not dealing with just your problems. The world. The world's problem. Yeah. Ain't enough money ain't enough money to deal with that shit. Yeah. And you gotta stop your daughter from uh liking rappers and shit. And getting fucked. He still gotta deal with teenage problems. Like, you know the Secret Service, uh so you know Joy Badass. Yeah, uh, one she had on the Joey Badass shirt. Yeah, and they and they actually did an investigation to figure out how, how she got that shirt. Like the secret, like nigga, listen, she I can't even live like a regular teenager. I'm just saying, if I'm a rapper, nigga from Brooklyn, I don't need the president's daughter bringing no extra pressure on me. Like I don't. Know That's what a good look, though. It the, is. Like, like she got a Joey Badass shirt. Like, That's a good look. That's a great fucking look. But yeah, like number one. How'd she get it? Rummaging through my finances and the IRS. Like, Brock, like, who is this little nigga? He can't spit, though. (laughs) (laughs) Like, shit. But, like, this North Korea shit, though. You can't fuck the president's daughter. Like, if you her boyfriend. How? Let let me rephrase that shit. (laughs) Because these are kids. But, like, as a, like, if it was, like, older. No, no, that, that oldest one about to graduate high school. So let's just put it out. She's 17, about to be 18. <laughs> what was you doing at 17? Because I was fucking. 
shit. I was paying for abortions hey, man, at 17. We about to get <laughs> I paid for my oh. I paid for my first abortion at 15. Your first? Straight my first one. Oh, I ain't got no problem with turning the baby into a smoothie. Oh, come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> hey, I say it. Come I ain't got on, no problem man. with that shit. I don't feel no type of way about that. I should that. be laughing at this. It's not I funny. don't feel no type of way about that. <laughs> it's not I don't funny. straight up some babies just ain't meant to make it. No, that's fucked up, man. It's 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 I've the never, way of the world. I've never been put I I've never been put in that position, so I can't really judge uh for someone in that position. But I know luckily I've never been put in that position. But uh Hey man, it's real out here. Looking, looking at the world, all these young niggas, these zanny babies is coming up. Like y'all niggas worse than crack babies, and your mama should have made a serious decision, because three hundred and fifty dollars was worth your soul. Man, father should have just strapped up. Like, stop, don't do it. You know what this woman? You know what kind of like? No, just don't do it. Just don't do it. Strap up, pull out. I don't know. I mean, but uh, you can say all that in hindsight. So what's what's strange about this North Korea shit is like so I'm scrolling my timeline I see it you know what I'm saying you retweet it and like you people you just go about your day like this is not like a um, it's not running on Fox News or CNN all fucking day long but it's not like one of those things where you know we got a 24 hour news cycle so that you move on to the next thing okay Kanye and Kardashian does this like this a a nation who say they ready for war. Like, this is not like a little blurb that you could just, like, gloss over. Like, this shit is... Whether, I know we're not going to be talking about it in the future, like, on TV and everything like that, but, like, this shit don't end like that. Like, nah. this is going to be moving forward. Yeah. And I don't know what to do about it. I can't do shit about it. I don't nah. got no plane. Nah. And wars don't... So, we got the largest army in the world. Yeah. Like, we got more people... From my understanding, like, the next 20 com- countries underneath us like combined our army is bigger our armed forces are bigger but like to a certain extent like that shit don't really matter because niggas don't fight like that no more it's not like hey you bring your guys over here and i'm gonna bring my guys over here is the u.s ready to deal with like a pearl harbor type of situation on on our home court because that's that's what this shit is gonna turn into Uh, pearl harbor was staged and they knew about it okay well yeah we did that to ourselves so we can get into the war uh but that's neither here nor there uh, and I say we, not like the whole entire country, but like how Callis says, we and they. Yeah, they uh, <laughs> did that uh, so we can get into that war. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. All I'm just saying is that I don't think right now people are like prepared for that thought process that North Korea could drop a nuclear bomb, let's say, on New York I'll and turn this. that shit into ground zero, turn the state as, into ground zero. As as a skeptic I am about anything if some fucked up shit like that happened I wouldn't even know if it was really North Korea there you go man I'm just that that Tim Ford that Tim is too tight but I just don't want none of that shit to happen like everybody calm the fuck down go home I I don't be understanding why these countries should be warned like look nigga eat some food talk to your people watch TV like why is everybody so They mad? can't watch TV in North Korea. It goes out at 9 o'clock. Only the capital got TV. So let me ask this. Because North Korea, they, they on some, some, they very strong over there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They be limiting access to Google and all other shit. You don't need to know shit. You think that's good or bad? I mean, the less they know. When I say good or bad, because, like, for example, 
the the effects of reality TV on kids these days. The effects of all the crazy shit on the internet these <coughs> days. The effects of all the bullshit that, that we see that's an actual problem. They like, yeah, we gonna cut that shit out. We think that's gonna make y'all niggas crazy. So we turning that shit off. So to one person, it may be like, y'all don't want us to know what's going on. But the you world. don't miss what you ain't never had neither. Yeah, like nigga, no love and hip hop for y'all niggas. Y'all can't watch VH1. The world would be a better place without love and hip hop, just all together. Shit is terrible. I think the world would be a better place uh, without MTV. No, I take that back. Well, MTV I, I, used to play. I watch music. MTV too, but fuck MTV. Because they don't actually. The only thing I watch on MTV too is ridiculousness. I can watch that shit all shit fucking fun. day long. All right, man. So, uh, so what else happened this week? Michael Jordan finally manned the fuck up and came out and said something. Hey, man. I think I got a lot of shit to say about this Michael Jordan shit. Go ahead. This is our podcast. We can say whatever the fuck we want. But people who know me are expecting me to say one thing, and I'm going the exact other way. So let me t- t- you say what this, you this is my whole thing about MJ. I'm glad that he finally spoke up and said some shit. But I do have a couple issues with it. Why are you glad he said something? Because it was just about fucking time. I mean, for him to be such an... Inf- he can influence niggas to go to the mall. Like, there's a Jordan release damn near every weekend right now. Right. He can influence enough bodies to go to the mall and purchase his shoes. Then maybe he can influence the culture in some capacity. But... Here's what I got to say on the flip side. Maybe 15 years ago when he was still in the league, this shit would have made more of an impact. Maybe what, 20 man? years ago when he was still one of the best players in the league, this would have been so something. Me, so here's the question. Then. Who buy Jordans? Uh, okay, so, so the reason that we want Michael Jordan. Ain't you wearing a pair of J's right now? Right now. So black people wear Jordans, right? Yeah. So, uh, And the whole argument is, well, we buy enough Jordans, you should speak up, blah, blah, blah. We ain't the one like, so we got an issue with police brutality, uh, black folks getting mistreated under the law, all other shit. We the ones that's buying your shoes. You gonna say that shit and speak to up like, who you gonna tell that to? You gonna tell that to the white folks? So when you once you say, hey white folks, stop treating black people bad, they gonna be like, ah, I guess yeah, Michael Jordan Mike, said it. Mike let said me, it. Yeah. let me let me not shoot this nigga in the back because Michael Jordan said it. Like, what is this really doing? Like, what it's not. It's, in the grand scheme of things, it's not doing shit. Mike did make a small. I think they said like two million dollar donation. Yeah, he did a he did a million dollar donation to a, to some sort of. Uh, not the Black Lives Matter. For what? I mean, because y'all that, niggas this money for. I'm, he gave it to he gave it to the NAACP or some shit like that. Man, them old niggas ain't doing shit neither. What? Hey, listen. This is what I'm saying. Is. Everybody was so, hey, we need you to say something. We need you to say something. I don't know why the fuck you need him to say something. The nigga played basketball. I never once in my life said, hmm, what would Michael Jordan do in this situation? Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, niggas think fashion and buying gym shoes means anything. Niggas buy Jordans because them shits was sweet. Yeah. Like, you don't, in fact, you like, I want to be sweet. I want to be fly. I'm going to wear these shoes. You're not changing anything else in my life. Nigga, you serve one purpose. And that's to give me gym shoes. And you're just the name on the shoe. Like, Nike or the, the company actually works for you. Like, we're using your name. But other than that, like, so a nigga told me, well, we wanted him to stand up because people was dying over Jordans. Fuck, I'm going to do about that. Niggas still going to get shot over Jays. Niggas going to get shot over whatever. Because them 11s is cold. 
So it's not my issue. It's, so listen, every time something happened with black folk, we run and attack Michael Jordan. Well, he black, he should be saying something. And then what? So he said something now. And now what? Nothing. You're going to go about your fucking life like you did before. Hey, you, he was, if he said something 15 years ago, guess what? Everything that's happening right now would still, still be Still would have happened, yeah. But I mean, uh, a lot of times you see athletes take a more passive approach to political stances because they're worried about, you know, ownership, the, the backlash of it, their endorsements. Like, and it was just that period of time where, like, Michael, Magic, Larry, when they was all playing, they wasn't really speaking out on shit. You know, they played through the L.A. riots. They played through other bullshit. You know, Malice Green been killed. He It wasn't like they just started killing niggas, you know, just this year. So, I mean, Mike has played... It's, a, it's been a lot of athletes has played through different eras that have just, you this know, kind of set on their hands about the shit. This, this is what my problem is. Some of our people just want to feel good. I want to I hear this speech. I want to feel all warm and fuzzy inside. Yeah. And then what? You heard a fucking great speech. Okay, now what? How many more speeches do I need to hear? Because I mean, I'm, the, I'm speeched out. You know what I'm saying? Like, at some point, you need to stop looking at basketball players to be your social activist. You as a person should want to do something. Well, Michael Joy ain't never said, ain't never said something. He ain't never said something publicly. You don't know what that nigga do with his money in private. There's another thing that I want to address. That is an internet meme that has been going around for five years or so. The crying Jordan face. Oh, that shit great. That's oh, gonna, yeah, I hope that never dies. That's gonna be the did you the, the crying Jordan face with the kente cloth. <laughs> that's gonna be the cover art for this <laughs> episode. For, I hope the crying Jordan for the face record because never no matter dies. what he does, he's he's always losing. So it, it, in in good or bad, the nigga is losing, right? But there's this meme about Michael Jordan. I'm listening to the radio. Other oh, day. about the shit that he Michael paid Jordan to these invests in prison. No, the fuck he does not. Like literally, just go on the internet and do a search. There is a white man named, named Michael, Michael Jordan who was the um the president of one of these private prisons or whatnot. And that's how them whole Michael Jordan prison thing got into a nigga from like Minnesota. Like Michael Jordan, there is no proof, no evidence, nothing whatsoever that Michael Jordan, the basketball player, invested in prison. Stop saying that shit because you saw it on a meme. Like, yeah. literally, use the internet and just try to find out if that shit real or not. It is fake. Stop saying the shit. Hey, man, people only use the internet for finding memes, watching porn, download music. Like, I, the shit is just crazy to me, dog. Like, finding out Jordan release dates. It, it Why would I use me. the internet for its true intended purpose and in finding out information? That's just too difficult. Like, so, Michael Jordan, he black man, right? Yeah. So how come every time something happened, y'all go tear down the one black man who did quote unquote make it? Like, why don't you go to, cause I know in my personal life, I know more niggas that got shot for Cardi's than got shot for Jordan's. Wear the boycott on Cardi's. Y'all niggas still wearing Cardi's, right? You gotta be buffed up out in these streets. What a, gotta like, be buffed up. We live in Detroit. They made a movie about it, buffed up. That shit was hilarious. Dude. It was though. I was uh, thinking it was hilarious. gonna be some low budget I thought bullshit. Thought it was gonna be some shit, but it, nigga, that shit is hilarious. It's like a Detroit version of Friday, like yeah. in real life. Shit is hilarious. Um, but like, I know more people that's been impacted in my life that been got shot over Cardi's than Jordan's in real life. Where are the people who saying let's boycott Cardi's, let's 
Did, did Cartier come out and say something? Hey, man, like, business is still booming out in Somerset at the Cartier store. I'm saying, And like, they don't give so, a fuck about niggas getting it's shot. It's just so hypocritical. Niggas just want something to say. Well, this person ain't talk about, well, what you saying in your neighborhood? What are you, what because you want somebody else to say something. What are you doing? Nothing. What's your impact on it? Nothing. Like, the shit crazy. It's but not crazy. This is just how Jordan this is just left, how it's always going to be. Ever since Jordan left playing basketball, this nigga been taking L's, and he don't even got nothing to do with it. Like <laughs> that nigga said, that that Jordan face crying mean that shit is funny. Shit, shit is clap. Like if there was a meme Hall of Fame, he should nigga, be at the front you, door. Did you see the thirty for thirty clip they did of him? Yeah, nigga, this shit is funny, and they put the nigga in kente cloth. <laughs> I'm putting that shit on. If you listen to this shit on SoundCloud that's gonna be the cover art one thing about the I put the uh, podcast out on iTunes and on SoundCloud on SoundCloud we switch up the artwork every uh, every week or whatever Jordan face crying meme Kente cloth yeah uh, that shit just it's just weird to me that uh, people keep asking well what are you gonna say what are you gonna say now he said something well it's too late now then, then shut the fuck up. Tell me who. <laughs> shut the fuck. You waiting for LeBron to say something now? Cam Newton, you Steph heard, Curry. Uh, you heard um, when they was interviewing uh, ASAP Rocky about the shit? No. Nah. All the flack he was catching. Everybody not, everybody not no speaker, dog. Yeah. Everybody like so. There are different positions everybody play in a, in a quote unquote war. Some people finance shit. Some people is behind the scene. Some people exactly on the front line, physically fighting. Some people are strategizing. Everybody is not a public speaker. Everybody does not have the oratative gift of gab. Everybody does not have a way to, to, to take their thoughts, emotions, and put it out there for the world to receive. That man lost his own father to gun violence. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't know that man personally. I know shit I've been reading on the internet, but as this has come out, people have been talking like, well, listen, he never said something publicly, but I know personally behind the scenes what he invests his money in, what, what, what causes and different things. Like, we just don't know. Just because you what? don't see that shit on, on, on the internet. And at the end of the day, what the fuck do it matter what it Michael Jordan invests his money in? Because it's his money, and he can do what the fuck he want with so it. So this is my issue, too. So, well, we've been buying his shoes. He owe us. And listen. No, Mike don't. Mike gave you what you, he gave you what you paid for. Absolutely. You so pay as, you pay so for you some Space that Jam money, 11s. That's what the fuck you got. That's a deal. That's a, business is an even exchange. Goods and services. Fair exchange isn't robbery. You give me money, I give you shoes, we are even. I don't owe you anything after that. You need to look fly in these shoes, there you go. I mean, the whole people getting robbed for Jordans and shit like that, at one point in time, Jordan was the most expensive basketball shoe. Shit's still ridiculously expensive now. It is not the most expensive basketball shoe. Nah. Even back in the day, Charles Barkley's shoes was more than Jordan. Yo, I remember when I I was in 11th grade and I bought some phone posits when they first hit. Like, them shits was like 200 before tax. And I remember... 200 then was like 400 now. Yeah, I saved up my little checks from Wendy's and I bought me some phone posits. I bought them shits in the middle of the day and I came back to school with them shits on my feet. I had teachers asking me like... You, those are the $200 gym shoes. Is that what you spent on? Hell, fuck yeah. Hell, fuck yeah. I just left Northland. I had some phones on earlier today, but I put the Jordans on. What up, Jordan? I love <laughs> I love phones. Like, I love them. So, but this don't mean I'm like, I'm, I ain't trying to cape for Michael Jordan because from all I heard, the nigga's an asshole. My issue was more or less with the people. Like, what are you expecting? Like, you expecting... So, let's say Michael Jordan for the last 30 years have been saying... 
white people shouldn't kill police. I mean, white people shouldn't kill black people. Police shouldn't be killing black people. Okay, that should be a given, right? Yeah, they shouldn't mean? be killing nobody. White, black, brown, purple. Right. But you not can, unless you got to. Niggas act like, oh, shall love this nigga's shoes. Let me take all his advice in life. It don't happen like that. You don't even listen to your mom and your father. So, so why? So why the fuck? <laughs> nigga, you, you don't listen, listen to the, the president of the United States of America. Who? But you go listen to my like what? It don't make sense to me. Nah, man. MJ don't owe you shit. I'm glad that he finally. I mean, personally, I'll be. I, I, I ain't gonna front. Something. I'm glad that he finally said something. But like, like you said, at the end of the day, when I turn off my TV and go to bed, that's the end of the shit. Mike Mike is sleeping in a $100,000 mattress and don't give a fuck about what you poor niggas got to say about what he said. Maybe I'm jaded because growing up, I never looked at anybody as uh, any basketball player or anything as a role model. I never like wanted to be like nobody else. Like, I just didn't. My father was my role model. My mom, my pop, my like, I never wanted to be like, damn, I should be like that. I, I always, now, admi- I feel you because I always admired his game, but like. Yeah, on the court. Like, I would do try to do his moves on the court. I didn't give a fuck about what happened. I didn't even know the nigga was a real part. Like, I don't think about it. I didn't never thought about his personal life. I thought about this nigga stick his tongue out. He do the little fadeaway. How can I get this fadeaway? Yeah. I had my little, my, the rim in the backyard. I'm trying to lean and dunk like the nigga, but I don't think about his other, his life. Now, maybe that's me because I had two parents. Now, I can, I can kind of agree with that same shit. I just never... Like, I was never so enormed with athletes and entertainers to that point where I was like, wow, that's what I want for me. Do you know people to do it? Because, like, I think it's like a myth. Maybe, I don't, like, I don't know people who be like, oh, I want to be like this person. You know what? I've never come in contact with it. Like, I look at it like this. Like, my son is 13, and and he doesn't, like, he doesn't watch, even though he plays football, like, he doesn't watch that shit. He don't wa- he'll watch basketball if it's on, but he like not clamoring to watch the finals and no shit like that. Now I see, you know, some of his little friends that come by to the house, like they really want to be LeBron James and Kevin yeah, Durant yeah. when they grow up. But like, nigga, your mom and daddy is five eight, five nine. You're not gonna just jump up and be six eleven and be Kevin Durant. Like you need to have some more realistic and goals about, about yourself. It's like I want you want to be them on the court. Like so, for an example, I did, this is a great example of a nigga that's cold on the court who I would not trade with. So, Russell Westbrook, you see how that motherfucker be dressing after the game? Nigga look crazy as fuck. So, yes, on the court, great. Outside of real life, these niggas weird. Like, I don't want nothing to do with it. It's these new niggas, man. We failed. You know what I'm saying? No, we did not. No, no, no. This is is how I'm going to say that we failed. Like, when we was coming up, we had a buffer of, like, OGs, older brothers. Niggas who five years older than us failed. Cause that they old enough to be these kids' fathers. Yeah, but like they kept. I, I vividly remember like old niggas like around the barber shop or just in my neighborhood telling me specific shit not to fucking do because you fucking look like a clown. I remember this OG in my neighborhood. My homeboy Mike used to stutter like, <laughs> like, like sound like a car starting up. This nigga told this motherfucker. He said, like, "You ain't never gonna get no pussy in your life." Stuttering like a dumbass talking to girls. Nigga, this is the second time I heard a story like this. <laughs> like, no bullshit. Somebody, this is not the first time I heard a story <laughs> Yo, like that. Yo, he told, he was like, you sound like a fucking dumbass. Who gonna walk into some pussy like nigga, that? that's crazy. A couple weeks ago, somebody told me damn near the exact same shit. Like, nigga, you ain't gonna never get no pussy talking like that. And. Nigga, stop, nigga, stop stuttering. And I don't, like, he still stuttered to this day, but it ain't like, 
you know what I'm saying, where it take him 10 minutes yeah. to get out of sentence. So uh, that's pretty interesting. So speaking of a new nigga and uh, failing our generation, uh, I was at work and we was tossing a couple questions around. Because um, like you said, what was you, you knew what you was doing at 17, right? Yeah. You was fucking. Paying for abortions. Paying for abortions at 17. <laughs> So had a pistol at seventeen. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> no comment. Uh, so, what is the? And you have a son. Yeah, I got I got two boys. So, what's the right age to start talking to your son about sex? Yo, I started straight up about eleven years old I, when he was about eleven. Okay. Because he was starting to, like, females started to deal with him differently. And I know he was having different feelings and emotions. So we, I, I threw that, I threw that sex talk out there early. Now it was age appropriate, and thank God my mother was still alive at the time. She put me on this book to go get him. What's what it was called? I don't know the name of the book, but I, I went to, shit Borders or something was still open. So I went to Borders, got the book. Kids read. Yeah, my son read it. Yeah, he, he like me and his mother's an advocate of that shit. Like you got to read. Yeah, that's what's up. You you got like there's no ifs, ands, or buts behind it. If you ask me something that I know you can go read and find the answer, I can't give you the answer because you got to go look for that shit. That's dope. So, my mom's put me up on the book. I got on the book, and that kind of opened up, you know, the pre- the preliminary answer. But now he's thirteen, so now our talk is completely different because. I can just go based off of myself. Like, first time I got some pussy, I was 14 years old. All right. So, I mean, I was in, I was in the game. Fourth, 14, what, that's ninth grade? I was in 10th grade because I graduated. I came out of eighth grade. I was 13. And then I went, you know, I turned 14 that first semester of high school. But I ain't getting none in ninth grade. I ain't even going to sit here and lie. Like, I I, I was lying that I was getting some in ninth grade, but what? Yeah, I absolutely was not getting no pussy in ninth grade going to cast. One is a... Yeah. But, it, <laughs> but, but 10th grade, yeah. like, that's when I finally could start to put the dots together, and I figured out what niggas was really doing on half days. Yeah. yeah and yeah, I was yeah. fucking. So, I mean... Figure out how, how you can literally go... Because, like, went to cast in ninth grade, so, like, so to get on... Getting dropped off, and, like, how oh, how would I get back from my house... I mean, from downtown, back home, like working out the bus schedule. Yeah, that's, it's, as a kid, like that's it's a, a lot. Major, that's a major shit to skip school, and like that's a major shit. Yeah, and it's a lot because if you don't know the bus schedule and you don't know what hood you in, fuck right, end up on the east side somewhere. Hey man, I I ended up on the east side. I left left school on a half day. Followed this chick home to the east side. First mistake, fucking with them east side chicks. Sorry. Mm-hmm. There's a there's amazing vagina on the east side of Detroit, straight up. Amazing vagina on the east side you, you, of Detroit. You're probably right. Yeah. So follow her over to the east side. Now I'm a west side. I I always say this shit. I'm a west side nigga through and through. Yeah. So I didn't know shit about the east side. Shit is a different country. It is. It is. Because like, it's like, it's like, there's so many differences between the east and the west side. And I ended up over by Kettering. Like so, I was deep east, and she rode the bus with me. Now she gave me instructions. On how to get back, but nigga, that shit was like trying to read Spanish backwards. Like that is, you, you, and think in hindsight, you was getting instructions on how to get back from a kid. Yeah, <laughs> like you fourteen, right? Too like so. Fuck you, know how you do. She gave me instructions how to get back to the west side. I didn't end up back at the crib. Now, mind you, this is a half day. I didn't walk back through the door till eight thirty. Nigga, moms is like, where the fuck have you been at? I fell asleep on the bus. 
<laughs> like I just dimed out on myself. Like, look, it was a half day. I went home with this girl. I'm just trying. I just tried to make it back home. Nigga, you gotta lie and deny. <laughs> nah, like, dog. Listen, listen. Deny. I mean, my I, my mother knew I was fucking. Like, not the first time. She knew pretty. Like now, looking back on it, like she she knew. She knew. Now, maybe because I wasn't bringing that shit over into the house, yeah. she probably wasn't barking about it like that. But like, it's it's an innate thing. Like you, like I know my kids, so I know when a motherfucker that I made is sitting in front of my face telling me a bold face fucking lie. Yeah, like yeah. I know you're fucking lying to me. Yeah, absolutely. You know when some shit is off with, with your kid. But like, like now that my son, now, is, I didn't, I didn't lie. So I mean, like nigga, you can't tell me some shit that I ain't never ran before. And that's not, what I'm saying. Like, you're not smarter than me. Like, my son, he's... And that's what I tell him. Like, you smart for 13, but nigga, like, the shit that you trying to pull on me, I don't know already did. Like, our age, I'm only 22 years older than you. Now, I know in his eyes, I'm probably a motherfucking dinosaur. Right, right. But nigga, I'm only 34 years old. Like, the shit that you are going through right now, I can remember going through. So, I talk to this nigga straight up about girls and fucking. Like, we have a straight-up man-to-man. Because I, I know he curious. So, like, when I'm 10 years old, I know I'm listening to uh, Snoop Dogg Doggy Style. Yeah. Reciting every word, every lyrics, and knew what the fuck was talking about, what was fucking going on. I don't even remember when I start thinking about sex. But I know by 10 o'clock, I mean, by 10, 10 years old, I was already thinking about it. Yeah. So, when you think about, like, what's the right age to have this conversation... Before they start it fucking. Be, it gotta be like around 10. 10, 11 years old. I know old. that sound like young, but like motherfuckers thinking about this shit already. Yeah. And, and it's in the music and, 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 and things of that nature. On hindsight, nigga, the music probably made me do it sooner. Yeah. Because it ain't a huge gap between like shit. I, it wasn't a huge gap between 13 and 14 for me but from when I wasn't fucking to when I started fucking. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, the game fucking changed. He gonna go into ninth grade and he gonna be fourteen years old. And they like he in eighth grade. And I know there's kids at his school that's fucking right now. So when you think, and I had this conversation uh, with some folks at work, and they didn't agree, uh, or I, probably how I said it. I'm like, so when's the net? When's the natural age for a person, a human, to to have sex and want to pr- reproduce? Like so clearly. We know that children should not, and you want you to be 21, 20, 18, whatever, the, however the age where you think we, we, we think that you are like a responsible adult. But like in real life, when the body start changing and, and the hormones and the testosterone, the star pop, like kids usually start having sex and like having babies and shit around 16, right? Now that's yeah. not, a, that's not, that's not like. I don't like, think that's like a national average and shit, but I mean. Niggas be starting to, like in general, I think around 16 people is like, Fuck it. Yeah, yeah, I mean... And that's not like a great idea, like, responsible-wise, but I think that's natural, right? Yeah, it's natural. So, like, if you caught if I, if you caught your son or daughter or whatever, I don't have children, so I, I, I don't really know the answers to these questions. Like, I'm sure you would be upset, but, like, how upset can you be when, like, this is literally natural? I can't be upset about the natural feeling, but the shit that I'm upset about is number one. If I catch you, that means you fucking somewhere you shouldn't be, which is more than likely my house. And <laughs> and around where I live at, I'm the only nigga getting now pussy look, up in my house. Now look though. Now would you rather your son be at somebody else's house and they father come home? 
Nah, because that's a tough feel. I've been yeah. I've been called by daddies, mamas, brothers. Yeah, like, like so that's a that's a tough that's ass one position of those to joints, be. In. Like I don't want you fucking in my house. However, nigga, if you get caught by another nigga's father, he they might kill, kill you. you. Yeah, they might kill you. Or 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 another a, a girl's older brother, he might fuck you up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, do I want? I don't want you to do it, right? But safer, realistically. At home? I mean, just as a parent, realistically, I want, in 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 all honesty, I want my kids to wait till they get married before they start having sex. Now, is that probably is that going to happen? Probably not. I mean, I just be realistic, but like right, right. if that that's what I want for them, wait until you find the person that you want to be with, and then start having sex. Because I never forget, like one of my pops' old friends told me, like any woman that you have sex with has the potential to be in your life forever. And really, any person that you have sex with can be in your life forever. Whether you know, is you want them to be there? Whether y'all forced to be there because of a child, or whether because they, y'all shared STD now, or whether they called the police? Yeah, I mean, it could, it could be a whole bunch of different situations, yeah. and you could be stuck you attached might, to this you, motherfucker. You may end up hating her for the rest of your life if she gave you the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, herpes is real. AIDS is fucking real. Yeah, and nigga, we ain't got money like magic, like. My the insurance that I got from my job ain't gonna keep you alive for thirty years. Yeah, there's some regular motherfuckers running around here with AIDS for like thirty years. Yeah, but they, they ain't living like healthy. magic. They don't, they don't. They don't look as healthy as magic. Hell no, magic getting fat. Yeah, I got, magic been fat for years. I got one in my family. This motherfucker, like since I was a kid, this nigga had had his. This nigga, <laughs> your family so member. Your family member. I don't even mean it that way. But like, since I was like a kid, I'm a I'm a full fledged 34 years old. Like, I'm at first it was like, man, this nigga Magic got some extra shit. I'm like, well, apparently regular niggas do because he not Magic by any means. I mean, I work in a pharmacy and with modern medicine, like there's there's no money in a cure, but there is money in, in treatment. Yeah, in the treatment. So I mean, you can keep them. And the the whole goal is to keep you alive and keep you on these meds and keep you paying. Yeah. But when it come to when it come to sex, like nah, I want my kids to wait until they marry or at least be making educated you know decisions. Your son gonna sing you a Michael Jordan crying. <laughs> <laughs> like sorry, Dad didn't make it. Hey man, let so, me. So uh, would you be mad if you you uh, you found your son uh, with porn on his computer? Hey laptop? man, you know what? I ain't even gonna front. I already caught him with some porn. What I already caught him on some porn. Nah, I wasn't even mad. Like my my iPhone crashed one day, and he got an iPhone. It crashed like on a Sunday night at like six o'clock. So now there's no chance of me getting my phone fixed tonight. So right, right. I'm completely out of a phone. So I had to, you know, use his phone to do what I had to do. And I'm a parent. I want to see what the fuck he got going on in that bitch. Soon as I pull up the browser, <laughs> what is it? Big black asses. Big black oil down asses. So what if? I couldn't even, you know what? I wasn't even mad at him. Because you know what? Like, What's, what What am I really going to say? Stop watching porn, don't you? Like, we got Wi-Fi in the house. He, like, got, a, he got a fucking uh, couple tablets. He got the iPhone. Like, he's not going to stop watching porn. Like, my bedroom is downstairs. The kids' bedrooms is upstairs. I know this nigga's up there watching porn. I mean, like, stop watching porn and go do it in real life. Like, because that's what's, like, I don't, I... I mean, it's just the natural progression of shit. Man, we like, used to watch porn as a kid. Like, this is just some shit you do. This is what I tell him. Cause, or this was the conversation that we had. So, you know, I had your phone last night, and I happened to open up your browser. Nigga, nigga eyes got big as paper plates. Because he knew. <laughs> I was like, 
you know, this is your phone and, you know, I, I'm not trying to necessarily police all of your moves because you're becoming a young man. And that's just not how I parent my kids. But I did tell them, just be sure that whatever you're doing, be respectful of your mother and your sister and like, don't be all out with this shit. And nigga, don't have that shit as the last route. Like, nigga, what if you was in class and you had to Google something in front yeah. of the teacher or whatever? And, and that's the thing. Like, don't put yourself in an uncomfortable position with this shit. And the next thing I told him, like, look, I didn't go looking through your pictures, but let me just put you up on game real quick. Don't be sending nothing and don't be receiving nothing that you that you worried about me and your mother might be seeing. Don't be receiving nothing because you fuck around and turn uh, 17. But matter of fact... Children can't even send pictures because because technically it's still receiving pictures images of minors underage like, yeah. even through children like so no don't send pictures back and forth because you are literally committing a crime even though you are a child yourself mm-hmm. you committing a crime and two the internet is forever and this shit is gonna end up on it somewhat like the internet is forever now I ain't even going front I did do some whole shit though. Cause I did find his Instagram. I didn't even know my my son had an Instagram, and this nigga got like a thousand selfies, and he got a couple with a shirt. You on. follow his page? No, I didn't follow. Him. I didn't follow. Him, but his I, page? I'm follow his page. I did y'all. comment on every dumbass <laughs> selfie that he had up there. Like for real, this like this is like I can tell it's some of them in his room and some of them in his bathrooms. Like this is this is what you're doing every day. This is what you're doing every day. And I and I wanted him to say something back to me. What I really wanted him to do was to block me. Cause then I was going I was going to go the, the fuck off. But he, he just took it. He, no, he just took it. Uh, my so comment's still up there. He, he just knows, he just know you. He's a smart kid. Yeah. He's a smart kid. <laughs> Cause he he know if he would have blocked me, I would have killed that service that night. Yeah, he should have been under his picture, you should have put Selfie ass nigga. <laughs> Under every single picture. Selfie ass nigga. I would just I would just put shit like I'm just I'm so disappointed. I can't believe he would do this. You really look just, like just trying to shame himself. You really look like Drake right now. <laughs> Are you Draking? This is Draking. Hashtag Draking. And he and he had a the, the, the dumbest quote. At least you so, ain't at least you ain't ended up like the mom that was on Facebook this week. Yo, beating the shit out of her daughter for acting Ooh, like a thot. Shit. So how you feel about well, I'm telling you how I feel about this shit. I feel two ways. One, uh, you got to whoop and discipline your kid. Yeah. Um, That's not a popular thing to say or do nowadays. Yeah. I, I think it's it's okay to whoop and discipline your kid. Um, that don't mean that you can beat your kid. You know what I mean? Like, so if you ever given your child a whooping and you think to yourself, was that too much? It was too much. You know that's that's hard to say because that little that girl was what they say like sixteen. I'm not saying on this, but I'm talking about in general. Okay. Now, I think it's perfectly fine for you to whoop and discipline your kids. Where I'm fifty fifty when I'm split is at is it's stupid to put that shit online because you already know that the the whole world don't believe that way. But do you remember that father that like boxed his son up online too? Yeah, I think that nigga should have went to jail. He fucked him up. He fucked that nigga up. That shit, that that shit really irritated me. Um, He felt like he, it it almost, he got enjoyment from doing it. And when the, the, the discipline shouldn't become, you know, uh, commercial. And he was an idiot because he put that shit on like, yeah, this is what I, this is what we do. The kid was bleeding all over the place. Yeah. 
Like, nigga, you punching him in the face repeatedly and he's bleeding from the face. Stop. Like, you're not, he, this not about to make, this is not going to make him, this is going to make him either kill you in your sleep or hate yeah, your guts. Yeah, that type of shit is not going to make him a fucking man. You know what and I'm saying? And a whooping does not work for every child. So it's just not say a blanket statement, child do something wrong, give him a whooping. That don't work for every child. You need and, to know your child. And I'm, and I mean, I just speak for me and my form of discipline. Like, I don't really whoop my kids. You know what I'm saying? Because for the most part, they're good ass kids. And then I kind of got to look at like, my kids are different age ranges. So I look at like my 13 year old, like to, in my opinion, could he still get his ass whooped? Yeah. But like he, he ain't no baby. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. am I going to take off a belt and tell that nigga to, you know, he's about and, the same height as you. Yeah. So I mean, he's going to hit him his ass up. Yeah. And, and that's, but, but like, but the thing about my oldest son is like when he was, when he was first born, I didn't know what the fuck to do with a baby. Like, so I just took the nigga everywhere with me. Like it, yeah. wh- whatever I was doing, I took him with, I took him with me. And unfortunately because of that, he was probably exposed to more things than he should have seen. Like he's vividly told me about, like I had an incident where I had to, you know, use my hands and feet on a nigga and he was in the car seat. And like, even though he's 13 now and this shit probably happened when he was maybe like five or six, he still remembers it. So my thing is like, he's seen me do enough shit to know that like, that's not, that's not what he want with me. Like he don't want them hands. So I mean, he, he keep that shit at a minimum level of fear. Yeah. Right there. And And it should be a level. Like we not, I tell him all the time, like we not friends. You know what I'm saying? Now, I love you. I support you. You I know, I got I, I got your back, but I am not your homeboy. I never want to be the friend parent. Yeah, no, I'm not your homeboy. Like we're no not gonna hang back. out. We're not gonna smoke together. Not now. Maybe <laughs> maybe when you get in your twenties, but not now. We're not gonna smoke together and shit like that. Like I'm still your dad. So I mean, I think she was dumb because you put that shit online, right? But but that's that whole thing that everybody wants to broadcast everything that we doing. Everything that's that's going on, I want to Snapchat it. I want to Facebook Live. I want to tweet it. I want to Instagram it because I, I need the world to see what I'm doing. So the reason I'm 50-50, because one, you know for a fact that the world doesn't support, everybody doesn't support that shit. Yeah. And uh, people have done this in the past and got charges brought up against them. Children get taken away, whole nine yards. The other side is, I be, I'm whooping you in front of your friends. Basically, I'm not really trying to. I, I, I didn't. I didn't. Not, if I'm not trying to make this shit go viral, so to speak, I just want your friends to know who you out here shaking your little sixteen year ass. Like, let you know that I didn't raise you this way, and this type of behavior, she got a whooping for it. So I understand it on that side, but the other side is like, nigga, now that shit then went viral, and you probably gonna get some charges. Yeah, it, it just it just ain't worth it. You know, that's like when motherfuckers were shaving their kids' hair, have them going to school looking like George Jefferson. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to do that to my son. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going. I'm not going to embarrass him on the internet and shame him in school like that. My son ain't cut his hair off in a year and a half. Like, if I was to cut his hair, like that's that's one of them things you talking about. Like he. In the middle of the night, I'm gonna wake yeah. up and he just gonna be standing over me. Like well, so I'm not. Just, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna embarrass much. I can. You can discipline I, your children without scarring them and embarrass them. In let's that just way. say I did do the with the George Jefferson route. Not on. Uh, he'd be growing his hair, or whatever. I'm not putting that shit online. I don't want you embarrassing in front of the entire world. Yeah. I might send you to school. Not that I would do that, but if I send you to school like that one day, and then tomorrow you go in that bitch with a regular haircut, like it was like temporary, but like. 
I'm not trying to do that shit in front of the whole world, man. That now, just seems cruel. Now I got and a it's, part. It's more. It, it seems like it's more about you trying to show everyone how Look good how of I a get father yeah. I am versus you actually doing any kind of discipline. And if your if your son, like with the one that he beat him up or whatever, because he didn't call him or some shit like that. It was whatever he did. It wasn't worth getting. If me. your son had enough respect for you as a man, he would not have done that. He would not have. Uh, so in the, in the situation where there was a video put online of a, a, a father beating up his son, box him in the face. And the reason was because his son left out of the classroom because he thought the teacher was being disrespectful or something happened. So he said, it's okay for you to leave out the classroom. However, if you do that, you need to call me and let me know that you're leaving out the classroom. Yeah. So the son left out the classroom and didn't call and tell the father. So he beats him up on Facebook live or whatever. So, Maybe he don't respect you enough as a parent that he didn't call you because you're going to fucking beat him up. Like I'm sure that's not the first. If you put this shit on video, this is not the first time you've done nah, it's, it's You don't probably lump Maybe him up. Maybe you had a better relationship with your son and he felt that he can talk to you or you want to find out what actually happened in the classroom, not just to let me get on Facebook and show everybody that I'm tough, I'm big, I'm bad, and I'm going to beat my kid up. No, have a relationship with your kid so that they feel comfortable talking to you and don't beat their ass on I Facebook. Mean, I mean, the thing about it, like, there's no exact science to this parenting thing. Like, it don't come with no book. You just right. learn. You learning every day, and you learning on the fly with this shit. It's just some things that just ain't gonna work for me and my house and my kids. Like, right, right. I'm just not gonna. You know, even though me and my ex wife ain't together, we we stand as a united front right, when right. it comes to dealing with the kids and shit. So, I mean, if she was to tell me that her fiance put the paws on my son. Like my my initial thing is, well, I need to know what occurred up until that point. Like, what what bought it there? Because I'm not opposed to her fiance. You know, they live they live in the house with him too. So I mean, if I'm not there, I don't I don't have no issue with him being the hand of discipline in a certain case. But if she call and tell me like this nigga done put the boxing gloves and done whoop my child up, well now nigga, I'm on my way and I want you to come outside and see if you can demonstrate the same thing with me. Absolutely. Because I've been fighting since 84 <laughs> and I'm ready to whoop ass. <laughs> I don't know how I would feel in that situation. I ain't really got no real problems with the nigga. I think he, you know, soft and charming, but in I'm terms of like, like personal as as shit, the, as far as the discipline portion, um, I guess if, uh, if it's appropriate discipline, I ain't got no problem with it. If it's appropriate punishment, I ain't got no problem with it because I don't want, I don't never want my kids thinking that they can just talk to another grown ass adult. Right, and now right. it's the thing where well, I'm just going to call my dad. Well, yeah, I'm a back you up in most situations, but it, disrespect is disrespect. Whether it comes from, from another adult, a teacher, your soon to be stepfather, any of right, that right, shit. Right. Like, you know, it's, I don't I don't play with disrespect when it comes to my kids. That's what's up. Um yeah, man, that's that's what's up. Uh Yo. So did, did we touch on Muhammad? That's what I was about to say. There was uh one other thing <laughs> cuz hey, this some this some this some lightweight parenting shit too, ain't it? Yeah, it is. It kind of wrap in and um somebody should have got a text of a Michael Jordan face crying me <laughs> off this shit cuz this shit is funny. It's, all right, hey so man, anytime a nigga can get over financially and kind of 
cut a woman off. I don't care what the fuck it sounds like. So Call me a whole ass nigga for it. I'm with that shit. So when I see this. niggas beat the friends of the court, beat child support, beat paying alimony, nigga, I stand up and cheer. Nigga, so while I'm telling this story, Google Muhammad Ali Jr. So you can see what this nigga looks <laughs> Muhammad like. Muhammad Ali Jr. He <laughs> sound like a loser. So Muhammad Ali's um, fortune or whatever, his, his, his uh, estate, was worth, it was worth like $86 million or It was a lot of fucking money. You know what I'm saying? I feel like the champ should be worth a little bit more. No, he was a champ in the 50s and the 60s, like in the 70s too. But like that yeah. was a long time ago. Okay. To still be sitting on eighty million dollars, dog. That's that's a lot of fucking money. That's it. It, it literally lasted him a lifetime. He couldn't even spend it all, and they weren't getting paid like that back in the day. Okay. Like, so his so the estate got split up. I think his wife took half off top. Well, she ended. I think the wife ended up getting like thirty million or something like that, mm-hmm. and like the other fifty. Uh, however, the other fifty got split between like the the either five kids, five to seven kids. I don't remember the exact number. So everybody got their money. It was like you know six point something million dollars a piece or whatever. So the son allegedly has been estranged. Been estranged uh, from the family for years. Living, because he's living uh, in poverty on for, the south side of Chicago because he be, for drug addiction. Apparently, he smokes weed. And then like a lot of it. Is, I don't is, know. Is that really a drug? I don't know. That's what I, that's the way I heard it and it was explained to me. So he gets his money and shit, right? Mm-hmm. Allegedly, because you know all this shit is alleged. This nigga gave his his wife in seventy five dollars, told her to buy something new, and dipped on her and the kid. Went and bought a house <laughs> on the other side of Chicago. Said he could start a construction business. Start a new life. Niggas gave her seventy five bucks and said, "Buy her something. <laughs> Buy yourself something." You can't new. even get that shit out. First <laughs> of all, giving a grown ass woman seventy five dollars out of your six million is number one an insult. What the fuck she gonna get with seventy five dollars? She can't even go to Nordstrom's. Niggas can't even go to Saks. Four months. No man. <laughs> get your girl seventy five dollars. Tell her to go buy something nice. Uh, Muhammad Ali Jr. Uh, that nigga's good for that shit, dog. Like, yeah, he is. But moving moving to the other side of town, getting another house, and leaving your wife and the kid, like, now she gonna cake up in that divorce. She yeah. gonna cake up in that divorce. I don't know. If he... Does, for, does inheritance get you a divorce? They, 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 they split that up? They take money. You got money? She was with you when you got this money? She gonna get a piece of it. Now, there are ways you could protect this money, but if this nigga is smoking weed and living in poverty, like, I don't think he's really building a tax shelter for his cash. Nigga, the headline says, Muhammad Ali's son dumps wife and kids after inheriting the late boxers millions. Now he's got our money all of us. Like, dog. They should have never gave you niggas money. That's, 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 this is the typical case of that shit. They should have never gave that nigga that money. He, he, mama, I'd have made it. For real. To go from nothing to six mil, that's a nice ass come up. That's a nice come up. You can upgrade your house, your car, and your pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Straight up. Because you got six million dollars. The type of women that you fucking like your class of vagina has changed. Oh, I'm sorry. He did he gave us seventy five dollars to buy some nice and he also bought the kids new shoes. Oh man. Nigga had a heart. Yeah, you gotta get your baby's new jacket. I don't know if these was his kids though. Well, they bought, were, like he could have been his wife's kids. It's a constant, I don't see, like I might, I might even take the kids and leave the wife. It's the trickle down. Like, nah, man, you don't want to have you don't want to have all them kids by yourself. 
You don't want to have all them kids by you yourself. You don't want to give a, a drug addict amen. I mean, amen. <laughs> Is he really a drug addict for Allegedly, smoking weed, man, though? I'm, 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 I'm souring this nigga name through. I, <laughs> <laughs> hey, this shit is, I'm reading it online, but. Weed hey, ain't never hurt nobody. I don't know. Shit. Only time niggas get hurt of weed is when they ain't got enough and a nigga got a gun in their face. Yeah. Or you got too much and a nigga got a gun in their face. Yeah. I'm, I don't know. Uh, nothing wrong with weed, man. Nothing wrong with weed. I'm an advocate of that shit. Smoke it. Yeah, I know. Uh, no Reggie's. No Reggie's. I don't smoke weed. Uh, I never smoke weed. Uh, I've smoked Are you weed. opposed to smoking weed? I smoked weed before. Uh, and why once. didn't you want to continue? Um, I was a kid. I was doing all type of fucked up shit when I was a kid. I was like bad. I I got good later on in life, but I was doing bad. Uh, but I did. It just wasn't never. It wasn't never my thing. I don't. I'm not opposed to it. I, I like all my folks do. I, I sit in the room. I, everybody get high. I don't care in the smoke in the, in the car. It don't. Whatever. But so if I was to start smoking now, right? Mm-hmm. Nigga, give me some regular weed, please. Give me the Reggies. I, I don't. I'm not I, starting. Smoking I don't even know. All, all I don't these, even know where to find Reggies at. Uh, Reggie Bo. Uh, Reggie Bo got some. <laughs> I, I, I don't. <laughs> Like when exotic is so affordable, why would you want to smoke Reggie? So what the fuck is this shit, man? This shit, like, I'm okay with this whole. So now weed is about to be 100 percent legal. I'm all cool with it, but nigga, this I can't shit, wait. But I'm okay with weed that's natural that comes from the earth, nigga. Purple leaves don't come out. Well, let me rephrase that. Leaves do come out. That's purple. But this go. weed shit ain't natural. They, they making this shit in the laboratory. It don't you don't get the whole can you just from point, the earth. Can you just point me in the direction of the laboratory? Niggas they made crack in the laboratory too. Niggas don't fuck around and start smoking crack and not even know it. Now, you know what you know what the I don't think crack, but shit, lean ain't nothing but liquid heroin. And niggas love that shit. Nigga, did you know that Ritalin was crack cocaine? Yeah, it's like two elements away from crack. Nigga, that shit is crack cocaine. I, my homeboy used to work as a chef up on Mackinac Island and he took Ritalin. He said he'd go up there, take his scripts, and he'd sell them. He said them white boys crushed that shit up and was just snorted. Yeah. And he and he was making more money selling his Ritalin prescriptions yeah. than as a chef job. Because how you take the drug, whether you snort or, or digest it, like it actually impact. Like if you snort Ritalin, that shit is crack. Yeah, I'm not into snorting or shooting up shit. Doing, I don't take medicine, period. But if it's green, I can break it down and put it in a backwood or a white owl. I'm all for it. I'm not doing none of that shit. I don't take medicine, no no aspirin, no Tylenol. You ain't never tried ecstasy when that shit was big? No, fuck that shit. Hey, man, you missed out. Yeah, I got a headache. I put a warm rag on my head. <laughs> Go to bed. You sound like somebody's grandma. I'm saying, I got a cold. Nigga, I throw this uh, platinum FUBU hoodie on I got. <laughs> It's old ass hoodie. Yeah, this is is it a uh, Fat Albert platinum? Yes, hoodie? it is a Fat Albert platinum fubu hoodie that's uh, fifteen years old. You should put it on eBay. You might get a couple. Eat some dollars grapes, for it. drink some orange juice, and I'm not sick three days later. Okay, well, I mean, I take my Theraflu, drink some tea, and smoke marijuana. I do think uh, weed is the answer to a lot of uh, a lot of illnesses and a lot of cures. So if I if I was fucked up, instead of me taking uh, some pain medicine. Uh, I'm gonna go get some medical marijuana. Smoke a smoke a 1.7. But be unfortunately, I'm forced to uh, make a choice whether you want a CCW or you want a medical marijuana license. Or you could just be like the rest of us, just smoke weed and ride around with a pistol. Man, I might get killed by the police fucking with these niggas. Hey man, you might get. And killed. like he had he had drugs in the system, he deserved it. <laughs> and they'll, and they'll find an old ass picture of you from MySpace or Crush Spot and put it up on the internet. <laughs> what the fuck is Crush Spot? 
it used to be a magical place where you could meet hoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Back in the, back in the wild wild west days of the internet, yo, if there was an internet website for meeting chicks on, like nigga, I had a profile on that shit. The internet, oh, the shit. internet closed the gap for I getting guess, pussy for me. I guess this has led us back into my catfish story that never made it. To this this would be a, that's that's a good way for us to close out the podcast. Yeah. Let's let's share your story time with Jay Johnson. All right, man. So listen, uh, since we talk about old websites that you meet people on and hook up with, who the fuck wasn't on Black Planet? Man, I got so much ass off of Black that. Was Planet. like that started everything. Black Planet and Magenta. I don't, that was like the Spanish version of Black Planet. It was the exact same thing, but the shit was just Spanish. For me, it was some AOL chat rooms and Black Planet. So, I got catfished before catfish was a thing. What did you call it back then? Uh, I got just it. this bitch playing. This bitch scudded. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> scudded is a road slang that means everything. You could, Scudded means everything. But, uh, so... I do speak fluent West Side. <laughs> so, uh... You know, we messaging back and forth. You know, you had to go through and look at them pictures and shit. Back in the day, like, picture quality wasn't quite how it is now. You like, had to have a digital camera for real. Or a to scanner up- or something. Like, it was a lot to get you to get a picture digitally. So, people had, like, one or two pictures and Remember shit. how long it used to take to download that shit? Yeah, yeah. So, look. So this bitch, yeah, this bitch had multiple pictures on there. But... They didn't necessarily look like the same person. Now that you think about it, like you kind of like well maybe because it's a different angle or I don't know. But the internet was good. a different place back then. So this is when I had uh, I had the Lincoln. You know what I'm saying? I was. You gotta like I know the Lincoln, but like it me knowing the, it doesn't doesn't give it any justice. So I had this, like this, this cherry, that shit said two inches off the ground. Bro. I had a cherry uh, Caniapa red uh, Lincoln Continental. Nice rims, really, really skinny tires. Yeah, gold rims like, on that bitch. Uh, no, they weren't gold. They were chrome. <laughs> but, uh, but I was, what, 21 at the time? 22, baby. But I think I was like 21. This was prime time, nigga. I'm your, best, your best years of thought. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I used to wear a lot of gold. You know what I'm saying? Like glasses, rings, watches, chains, brace, like everything. So... I'm I got my shit together. I'm looking all flying shit. About to go over here and meet this chick. Was you rocking the taper back then, or did you have a ball fade? I had a tape. Okay. okay. You know, because the waves was. I don't have a wave in my head right now. This shit is like completely straight. I don't know where they went, but like at that time, <laughs> shit was seek sick. Like this shit was like. You used to sleep with a do rag on, didn't yeah, you? Like I look, not one wave in my head right now. Shit is completely straight. Who the how the fuck that happened? I don't know. But let me get back to the story. All right, all right. So I'm fly as hell. I'm going over there. Now the motherfucker live. You know where Joe Joe Dumars Fieldhouse at? Yeah. Like on 18 mile road in mile. Yeah. It was like past that. Okay. Like two miles past that. That's like a field trip for a West Side nigga. Yeah, I was coming from Joe Road Nevergreen. Yeah, that's that's a fucking field over there. trip. So, and this not like the time where you can like. Throw that shit in your phone and get the GPS. You had to like go to MapQuest and print out a piece of paper. Hey man, or, I've been there. I've been you know? there. So this is before the, the whole digital age and shit. So me and my little sign your phone, whatever. I'm over there and shit. And um I pull up and it's a little apartment complex and shit. I mean it's a nice little area. White folks stay out there. Uh I pull up an apartment complex and it's dark, clearly. And it's like I don't know, one thirty, two o'clock in the morning. This is prime time thotting hours. Right. You know what I'm saying? 
two people standing out front and it's dark. You know what I'm saying? I really can't can't really see. I swear to God, it felt like Smokey in Friday. And this is it's so funny because this is the story about how I lost my Smokey in Friday DVD as well. So I pull up and two motherfuckers come over to the window and I'm thinking like this this the wrong house. Like it, <laughs> like this got to be the wrong place because this this motherfucker was horrible. Like this bitch had on some some dirty gray jogging pants, some fucking John Cletters, uh big ass thick sole sandals, and she had the smallest ponytail on the top of her head, like an eraser on the top of her fucking head. Like, this shit was not even funny. This was not even close. I'm like, this shit got to be a fucking joke. So I'm thinking like, all right, I need to get the fuck out of here. So her and her girl like, uh, can you take us to the store? We need to go to 7-Eleven. I'm like, all right, fuck it. So we get in the car, we go to 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven, I don't know, we drive about three minutes or so. It's probably a mile or two away. And I'm thinking, as soon as they went, I'm like, I'm going to stay in the car. As soon as they went in the motherfucking store, I'm thinking like, I'm about to dip because I'm just going to leave these hoes right here. But it was pretty late. They two ladies. It was going to be a long-ass way. That conscience got you fucked up. I know, right? So... You got to get rid of that motherfucker. Yeah, so I let them hoes get back into the car. I'm being disrespectful to them, call them hoes, because we'll, we'll get to that. So we get back in the car and shit. I'm thinking, all right, I got to get the fuck out of here. I got to get these these hoes out the car. I feel something on my leg. So she put my, her fucking hand on my thigh. I'm thinking, like, oh, shit. Then this bitch put her hand in my pants and grabbed my dick. I'm like, oh, I'm getting, I'm getting sexually assaulted. I'm like, I got to get the fuck out of here. So we pulled back up at the motherfucking apartment complex and um, I had my Friday DVD in the back of my seat. You know, the little... Yeah, yeah. In the back of my uh, driver's seat and one of the girls in the back, she pulls it out and like, um, oh, it's Friday. Let's watch Friday. I'm like, (laughs) okay. (laughs) Sure, why not? So I'm sitting down in the car and shit. I'm waiting for them to get out because I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to chalk this shit up. I'm just going to pull off as soon as they get out the car. They wouldn't get out the car. I guess they knew I was trying to get the fuck on. So they wouldn't get out the car. So I open the the door. They're trying to get you a threesome. I'm straight. (laughs) Never had one. I get That's probably my only chance. I'm never going to have one. Fuck it. I don't care. Uh, So so they get out. I get out. And as we walking over to the complex, I do the pat down I'm patting for my like I'm, I lost some I'm patting for my keys and shit I'm patting down like I lo- I'm left some and they, and they stop they looking at me and shit so I go to the uh, passenger door open the door and look down like under the seat like I'm looking for something and I do I come back up scratch my head and shit I walk past over to the to the driver's seat open the door get in turn that bitch off and I'm burnt the fuck out I'm like let me get the fuck out of here and shit Get all the way to the crib. Log on Black Planet because I got some choice words <laughs> for these thing one and thing two. And then I get a message talking about, ha, 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 we got your DVD. Like, dog, uh, I was fucking catfish by two she-males. And I lost the favorite my favorite DVD of all time. Um, do not do internet dating. The shit is overrated. Catfish is real. Uh, I can't do it no more. And the doors of the church are now open. Yeah, please. <laughs> Shit is bad. Um, I wish, uh, what's the nigga name who do this show? Neve? Yeah. I, I need an intervention, though. Nah, man. You need to go on Amazon, order you another Friday, and just call it a day. Yeah, that shit hurt my feelings. 
uh, internet's bad, uh, internet trolls, internet memes, crying Michael Jordan memes, greatest beat of all time. Yeah. Uh, thank y'all for listening. Uh, Another successful episode of Shop Talk. Uh, uh, they my, know the drill by now. Shop Talk podcast on Instagram. Yeah. Um, Shop Talk podcast on Instagram. Follow. Um, we are on. I'm on in it on Instagram. J Johnson three one three. Dame going wild. And um, Twitter. J Johnson three one three. Twitter same thing. Dame going wild. And uh, we thinking about doing a video episode. We not even thinking about it. The video episode is in the works. We're gonna have like a small we're gonna have like a small audience. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe we can make it like BYOB too. You know what? I got some tiger bone at the crib. You know, I forgot to, I saw you post that shit and I forgot I'm like, you know what we missing on, on all these six episodes? We ain't had not one piece of liquor. Yeah. Like we should be drinking while we're doing this shit. We should, but that tiger bone, I I'm gonna tell you right now, that shit tastes like I want the tiger. From listening to Nori podcast, I'm, I want shit strong. Bone. Shit strong like it just came home from Jackson. I'm fucking with the tiger bone. Uh, like, comment, share. Um, Hate. Yeah. Just just interact with us because uh, until North Korea bomb us, we, we here in this bitch to stay. For sure. All right, people. Good looking out.